it's been a mixed back kind of a week for all of us. Mahendra Singh Dhoni and Suresh Raina announced their retirement one after the other on the 15th of August 2020. The retirement announcement was probably what was the dampener. But the good news was that Bayern had an emphatic win over Barcelona, defeating them 8-2 to make their way to the semi-finals and their confident and authoritative win over Lyon to make their final way to the Champions League as they are now placed to face Paris Saint-Germain on Sunday night. But all of this, along with a lot many more news from the world of sports, is that's what we're going to talk about in this episode of The Sports This Week. So plug in your earphones, fasten your seatbelts as Season 2 Episode 4 of the Sports This Week from the Sport and Attic Network is about to begin. Check 1, 2, 3, check 1, 2, 3, check 1, 2, 3. Are we ready? Oh yeah. Fasten your seatbelts. Plug in your earphones. Welcome to the Sport and Attic Network and you are listening to the Sports This Week with your hosts Abhoy and Siddharth. But before we move forward, don't forget to follow Sport and Attic on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast and Spotify. Also give us a follow on our social media handles that is Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn by the name of Sportnatic1. In world sports, the second test between England and Pakistan faced the wrath of the unpredictable English weather ending in a draw. However, it is the English team who are still leading the series 1-0 and the third and the final test began yesterday at Southampton with England winning the toss and electing to bat. At the end of day one, while we record this, if England are 3.32 for four with Zach Crawley making his first 100 of his test career, remaining unbeaten at 171, accompanied by Josh Butler on 87 not out. Now we come to the most awaited event of the week, that is the Champions League. It is going to be France versus Germany as it was in the semi-finals. In the semi-finals, Bayern defeated a rather young and very charged Lyon 3-0 while in the match between PSG and the first-time semi-finalist Leipzig had also the similar score line which is 3-0. Now PSG will be playing Bayern in the finals trying to win their first ever Champions League title. What are your thoughts on this, Aboy? Because it's a very, very interesting matchup. Like, no one expected that PSG and Bayern are going to be the finalists. Though Bayern always has an outside chance every year. But PSG being in the finals after going out in the quarterfinals for the last three consecutive seasons, it is it was quite unexpected. I think Bayern is very strong this season. Let's, let's accept that. I mean, I've myself been very, very impressed by the, by the way they have maintain their conduct on the field. Uh, Very, very different from what we have seen in their other encounters and outings at the Champions League. And you have to give credit to, obviously, Lewandowski and Narby, who have been on song and have they've been They've been ruthless. Coming to the final, PSG is a worthy competitor, at least in this field of play, because they have been, they have had their own strong points. And I think uh, Mbappe and Neymar Jr. have been at the prime or have been at the prime of the performance. And that would be a big threat to Bayern while in the finals on Sunday evening. I am for sure voting for PSG because I want new champion to be crowned. I was very disheartened because I supported Dortmund when they played against Bayern in the final and lost. And it was that dreadful Iron Robin goal. 
that led to the win for Bayern. But I think this time around, PSG is going to be the champion. And let's wait and watch. And all of us can watch the final at 12.30 a.m. on Sunday night on the Sony Sports Network. So I hope all of our listeners will tune in for this historic match. Now coming... Before you move before you move on with the, the sports, Siddharth, it's Monday morning, 12.30 a.m. Okay, thanks for the correction. I got excited. Now with some other news from the footballing world. A number of Syria players have been tested positive for the coronavirus as they return from their truncated off-season. The new season is scheduled to start on September 19th, but at least eight players have been tested positive for COVID-19. The latest clubs to announce that they have positive cases among their players with Torino with two and Napoli with one on Thursday. Moving further with the COVID massacre that has been happening all around the world and the US Open has not been spared from it. Obviously, US as a country has not been spared from the uh, devastating effect of coronavirus and US Open has, has its own share of scrutiny as the number of withdrawals especially from the women's tennis player, has only been skyrocketing. The latest being world number two, Simona Halep, who has refused to participate, to put it in better format, withdrawn her participation from the US Open, citing the coronavirus pandemic and health safety measures. Moving further, in the US Open, there has been a bigger scare that has happened currently with a breach inside the biosecure bubble where two players have been sent to quarantine and have been barred from participating in any tournament that also includes the US Open after they came in contact with a COVID-19 positive individual. I just have one point when it comes to the US Open. I think the only major player who would in the end be competing in this tournament is going to be Novak Djokovic because Roger Federer has already backed out and Rafael Nadal has backed out because of the fact that uh, he is scared of the uh, scared of the consequences of covid-19 and does not want to get infected i think only djokovic is participating and considering this fact he has full chance of chasing the record of roger federer and if he wins this us open he will equal it well djokovic you know for a fact is probably participating because he's probably very sure that his immunity is at the strongest he's recovered from it however in the latest he has also said that if given a chance he's going to again host an adria tour event that is number one. Number two, before we move on, in fact, for our listeners, Ken Nishikori is the is another tennis player who has been who has tested positive for the COVID nineteen virus. Okay, now coming to some action from the world of motorsports, it is going to be the Grand Prix of Styria, which is going uh, which is going to be held at the Red Bull Ring in Spielberg in Austria this weekend. Oh boy, I think the last race, which was the Austrian GP already gave us enough testament that this is not the right kind of track on which MotoGP should be held. It's completely an F1 track, considering the fact there were two fatal life-threatening crashes, one in the Moto2 and one between Juan Zarco and Franco Morbidelli in MotoGP. And Valentino Rossi, by God's grace, somehow escaped that 300 miles per hour crash, which led to one bike being shattered in two parts. Absolutely. But you know what, if I were to believe by the latest reports that have come on the MotoGP website, which is MotoGP.com, they have said that there have been some changes that have been made at turn two, which probably was the place, which was the turn where the crashes happened. And uh, that amendments have been done. And if you look at the free practice that happened today, I think it was pretty pretty smoother than what happened last time. And that is why probably this race at the Styrian GP 
has a chance that probably any of the riders can win it and there is no clear winner still obviously the absence of mark markers makes the keeps the field wide open and i think that's something that we all are enjoying because with every race there's a new winner there's a new challenge and there's a new comp there are new podium finishes and i think that's what is really giving us giving moto gp the lo- old lost charm absolutely and the fact that uh, there is also one more record that one team will really like to hold is ducati ducati has technically not lost for the last 6 races on this particular track because la- last time we saw andrea davizioso coming out of nowhere to win the austrian gp and this time if we go by the practice races jack miller from the ducati team was again leading in one of the free practice sessions so i am kind of expecting that it will again be another ducati who is going to win the race but keeping all that aside for our listeners everyone can watch the race live on eurosport and eurosport hd if you have a television at home and if you watch television regularly and in case you do not have a television or cable network at home you can also stream the race live on discovery plus application now coming to some new development from the world of basketball a new pan regional club basketball league by the name of east asia super league has secured the backing of world governing body fiba in a 10 year deal the easl is launching as an eight team competition in october 2021 with the plan to with the plans to expand to 16 teams by 2023 the fiba deal covers support in a range of areas including scheduling officials and governance moving further with motorsports the historic Williams Formula 1 team has now been sold off to a US-based investment firm Doralton Capital ending the 43-year-old family ownership. The Williams family announced this on Friday and what it looks like that for for now Doralton Capital has no intent in changing the base location of the team. More news coming in from England, probably not the best of the news, but Manchester United captain Harry Maguire has been arrested in Greece while he was on uh, while he was on a tourist visa on the island of Mykonos for an alleged assault and attacking of police officers as on Friday. United, however, said in a brief statement that they were aware of an alleged incident involving Harry Maguire in Mykonos. last night and contact has been made with harry and he's fully cooperating with the greek authorities now coming to the most awaited event of the year when it comes to indian sports the indian premier league teams have already started reaching uae at the required destination in uae once each of the team reaches they have to quarantine themselves for 14 days at the moment the rajasthan royals the royal challengers bangalore and chennai super kings have reached uae and more uh, more teams are going to reach there soon mumbai indians is is probably the next one to reach there now coming to some news from golf the indian women's golf trio of twesa malik aditya ashok and deeksha dagar are competing in a historic moment in the aig women's open in the lpga tour event though to everyone's disappointment all three of them are below the projected cut and are mostly expected that they will not make it to the last two days of the tournament you know i know i agree sadat while you know it's very sad that um, aditi twesa and diksha haven't been able to or probably will not be ma- making the cut but there's a silver lining to this whole process i mean finally our girls are going out they're competing at the best of the tours in the world and the best of the tournaments and mark mark my words the aig women's open is a major 
and fact that they are performing and they're playing over there in itself is a big thing because these girls haven't really played for a while outside and the acclimatization is a very very difficult aspect and at the same time indian women's golfers haven't really gone out as much as we have seen in the last few years that's happening anyways moving on from there the sports ministry is planning a massive hike in the prize money for the national sports award i rather call it this year the national sports charity awards but that's a discussion for later a proposal if approved will lead to Khel Ratna awardees getting rupees 25 lakhs while leaving the Arjuna awardees richer by rupees 15 lakhs currently the Khel Ratna awardees get a cash prize of rupees 7.5 lakhs while the Arjuna awardees get a cash prize of rupees 5 lakhs moving on from there indian hockey's covid scare isn't really getting over their team defender surendra kumar was on thursday readmitted in the, into the bengaluru hospital after he developed a swelling on his left arm which doctors think can be a side effect of the covid-19 surendra along with five other indian players keeper manpreet singh jaskaran singh varun kumar goalkeeper krishna bahadur pathak and striker mandeep singh were on monday discharged from the ss parsh multi speciality hospital in bengaluru after recovering from the contagious disease now as we started our show with telling our listeners that ms dhoni has retired which is a very sad moment for the whole country as an era has ended of indian cricket but to everyone's delight ms dhoni who retired from inter- international cricket uh, cricket took to twitter on thursday to thank pm narendra modi for appreciating his hard work in the field the former india captain posted pictures of a letter he received from the prime minister of india in the letter pm modi praised ms dhoni not only for his achievements but also for his rise from humble beginnings in his letter pm narendra modi wrote but the name mahendra singh dhoni will not be remembered merely for his career statistics or specific match winning roles looking at you as just a sports person would be injustice pm wrote in his letter the correct way to assess your impact is as a phenomena he wrote as in our previous news we stated that hockey india's woes with covid-19 is not ending i think whether covid or no covid their administrative woes are never going to end hockey india's long standing high performance director david john has resigned from his post days after his contract was renewed by the sports authority of india apparently because of differences of opinions with the national federation stop brass moving forward with the national sports charity awards oh sorry the national sports awards <laughs> what's surprising is that these awards are generally given every year for exceptional performance by athletes at various international tournaments the most interesting part comes in here this year there was literally no international tournament that we did or our athletes participated in and this year this list if i see and i read it right is probably a laundry list of athletes who have won the khel ratna and athletes who are a larger and a longer laundry list of athletes who have been who are being awarded the arjuna award however that's something for the sports ministry and the department to discuss and probably introspect upon the award winners for rajiv gandhi khel ratna include cricketer rohit sharma para athlete maria panti table tennis player manika batra wrestler vinesh fogat and hockey player rani rampal the most important names winning the arjuna award this year are archery's atanu das athletics duti chand the pair of ranki reddy and 
Chirag Shetty from badminton, cricketer Ishan Sharma and Deepthi Sharma, Sandesh Jingan from football, Aditi Ashok from golf, Akash Deep Singh from hockey, also Deepika from hockey. You know what's probably more baffling about this whole list is that we were a list of 27 players who have been awarded who are being given the Arjuna award in a year where probably there is hasn't really been any significant significant forget about a significant performance there hasn't really been any platform to perform and i may be jumping the line but i strongly believe that this is setting up a wrong precedent and now awards are no more the real testimony to performance or the hard work of an athlete and let's see how it goes from here maybe next year onwards again things change and it's different but for this moment it's not really a very very welcome change that has been brought into the whole award ceremony and i think we should we should probably go back to the drawing board and really start identifying players for what they need to be awarded an arjuna award and for what they need to be provided awarded the highest ever sporting award in this country the rajiv gandhi khel ratna award i completely agree with you about this year i if you if we go by my personal opinion there should have been no awards we should have waited uh, for this year to go by and then look at uh, because this year was primarily going to be the year of olympics where actually the people could have outshined their older performances or rather probably failed in doing what they promised but that's okay at least we could have seen the state in which each post- sports person is but i think they have considered last year's last year perform last year's performances and more so as we say recommendations moving on from here under 17 world cup player boris singh thangjam becomes the first active footballer to test positive for covid-19 now some news from isl indian super league club hyderabad fc has tied up with german giants borussia dortmund with the development of youth fl- youth players at the center of the partnership the two clubs announced a two year partnership on thursday with an option to extend for additional years up to 2025 moving on with the business of sports There's no more Tata Sons, no more Patanjali, no more Cred, no more Baijus. It's Dream 11, who are the new title sponsors for the Indian Premier League 2020 edition. The 13th edition of the Indian Premier League will now be called Dream 11 IPL 2020. India's leading fantasy sports platform will be shelling out a total of 222 crores to be the title partner of IPL this year. But Dream 11's IPL 2020 investments do not end with these amounts. As per Inside Sports sources, Dream 11 will also be investing on the on-air sponsorships of the IPL 2020. According to the sources, Dream 11 has already confirmed large on-air sponsorship deal with the official broadcaster Star Sports, and their commitment with broadcasters will be in the range of somewhere around 120 to 140 crore, according to the informed sources. Now, what is not here, and what not many people are talking about, that the deal between Dream Eleven and BCCI hasn't really got the final signatures on the paper. The reason is that Dream Eleven has a conditional agreement which talks about three consecutive years of sponsorship as the title sponsor for the IPL, and BCCI aren't right now aware about the fact that whether Vivo will return next year or not. However, even if they don't bcci has been given an offer of 280 i think 240 crores or 285 crores for the for each edition for the next 2 years which somewhere i think bcci is not at all comfortable with and they are planning to have a renegotiation with dream 11 so this is only going to get more interesting from here something like an 
absolute perfect weekend masala story that you we all are waiting to hear and know what and how it ends finally but for now bcci has already released the new logo of ipl with the dream 11 branding on it now moving on to another mega event that is the tokyo 2020 olympics a recent poll conducted shows that more than half of the japanese companies want the tokyo olympic games to be cancelled or postponed again the poll was published by japan's kyodo news news agency which said that an online survey by the tokyo shoko research covering 12857 companies out of which 27.8% want the Tokyo Games to be either cancelled while 25.8% said that the sporting event should be postponed again which makes it around 53% and a little more when it when we consider both of them together so it's it's very very clear that everyone is so skeptic of the virus that they don't even want the olympic games to happen which has already been postponed to 2021 they're probably thinking that they cannot make up for the losses even then we are talking about a mega event that is going to be held in the month of august you know so that before i move on to what i think about the tokyo olympics as i have said before i have a very strong feeling that it's not going to happen but nevertheless i have a serious doubt whether in february even india can india can actually host the under 17 women's world cup or not given the fact of how fifa is now scrambling around postponing every single tournament that they have and the way they are identifying the participants from the under 17 where they have cancelled the world cup qualifiers for the under 17s and they are basically selecting team on the aggregate point structure i have my own doubts on whether we will be able to even see the under 17 women's world cup happening in india moving on with your tokyo olympics i don't see a very huge chance of it being held next year primarily because of the reason that while japan hasn't really been hurt that bad with the pandemic but there are other countries and many people who will be traveling in now that means that japan is risking its own people to some extent by letting foreigners officially enter their country absolutely correct now adding to that as per i was going through how the vaccine development procedure is going on at the moment the chief scientist dr somya saminathan who is actually looking after the development of the of nine different vaccinations in different countries they are saying that it's very unlikely that we are going to have a vaccine even by february 2021 and if that is correct any sporting event which will allow people to enter the stadiums and attend and there will be it will be very difficult to maintain the social distancing norms it's a huge risk and considering the fact that it's the olympics it's not only going to be a financial loss but a huge health loss as well but let's keep that thought for another time because we still don't know what is going to happen with the olympics so that one more point before i move on from there is actually you know what not many people would know that the insurance for every olympics is for the event cancellation there is no insurance benefit or what you call the the payment payout that is being done by the insurance companies for a postponed olympic now given the fact that financially the ioc has already been hit with brands who have actually getting into a very very bad business and market all across the world i am not very sure how much can ioc and the japan olympic association the organizing committee for the tokyo olympics survive 
without more cash coming. However, we move on from there. Suresh Raina has been appointed as the brand ambassador for fintech platform Bharat Pay. Before flying off to UAE for the IPL 2020, Raina took permission from the team management to shoot for the brand's soon-to-be-released promotional camp. Indian Premier League's franchisee Delhi Capitals on Friday announced JSW Group as the team's principal sponsor for the upcoming season of the IPL to be held in UAE between September to November 2020. JSW Group comes up in place of Daikin Air Conditioning, who had been the Delhi franchise's principal sponsors since 2015. Today it's going to be a very special episode on our fan cast. We are going to pay tribute to our former captain of the Indian team that is Mahendra Singh Dhoni. With us today discuss the man Mahendra Singh Dhoni. We have Udipta Bora from Guwahati. This is a very special fan cast edition that we have. Uh, this week has been uh, very eventful. For the world of sports, from and as we have just uh, run by uh, the most important news, but one of the most and the most critical news that happened this weekend or the the weekend that has gone by was the former Indian national team captain, cricket team captain Mahendra Singh Dhoni announced his retirement in probably one of the most shocking and most uh, unusual ways. He announced his retirement through an Instagram post, uh, which ha- was a video of a three and a half minute. which collected a lot of the milestoneic moments that he had an, in his career pictures collated together just writing over there consider me retired from 1929 hours onwards and to discuss this dhoni as far as his uh, statistics are concerned i think there can be a lot of debates that can be done and you know there are the whole world knows about it that what he has achieved uh, as a one day player but his enigma is so uh, his aura and his impact on uh, indian cricket and cricket is a career for probably every single small town boy and a girl also uh, in our country or probably just taking up sports as a career uh, has gone such a paradigm shift that it was very important that we bring this topic up and discuss that what dhoni has actually made as a difference and why dhoni is the mahendra singh dhoni and to discuss this along with siddharth i've got a very special guest uh, with us udipta bora who comes from a small town of, of guwahati obviously guwahati is not really as small but nevertheless i mean compared to delhi bombay and chennai it's a small one and we are just here to discuss randomly discuss on what we think on dhoni's impact into our upbringings uh, and the world around in the smaller towns from where we all come from Welcome to the show, uh, Odipta. Hey, thank you, Aboy. Uh, first of all, uh, thanks a lot for having me here. Well, uh, what do I say about MS Dhoni? The announcement of the retirement news, uh, in a very MS Dhoni way, came as a bag of mixed emotions for the entire country, and I was no different. I wouldn't term is uh, I wouldn't term it uh, surprising uh, because it was always on the cards. To be very honest. More so after the T Twenty World Cup was postponed, uh, which was perceived to be his comeback in international cricket, it was only a matter of time. But yes, though uh, not surprising for most of us, the kind of emotions everyone went through was justified. Because man, the impact I has had for over a decade was beyond any statistics, like you just said. It's very easy. I mean, I have friends. I'm sure you have friends. Uh, all of when they say that you know what Dhoni is this, Dhoni is that. What has he done? This that unnecessary hype and everything. It was Dada who found Dhoni, and Dhoni was the one who completely sacked all the senior players. 
I mean, that's a discussion that probably is a never-ending one. We all have a point of views. Yes, there are good. There are some good things that one does. There are some bad things that anybody else, someone does. But I think Dhoni, as a player, uh, the rise that he saw from a background that he came up with, completely changed how parents and youngsters and youth today looks at sports as a career. I mean, somewhere everybody believes that there is a scope if I work hard. What do you think about that? Yes, of course, Obay. Uh, see, if you see, he was an inspiration of that average Indian of a small town, of a small of small town India who aspired to make it big and compete with the metro boys. If I have to put it that way, but somewhere lacked that confidence. I can say that for myself. Even I came from Guwahati, like uh, like you said, I came from Guwahati in 2013 to Delhi first, and then I moved to Bombay. Obviously, I had dreams. I wanted to do do this, do that. Everybody. Be it any sphere of life, be it any industry, be it any sphere of life. But there is sometimes you at different moments, you come across self doubt. You come across, you know, things like that. That I'm sure every small towner goes through sometimes. So if we look at MS, hailing from a small town of Jharkhand, and making it to the pinnacle of Indian cricket, his life is nothing less than a motivational session. MS instilled that belief in millions like me that if he could, we can too. I completely agree on that part, and the fact that uh, you know there is that ability to take risk, the belief in the fact that yes, I try करके देख लेते हैं यार, is something that probably what MS's rise or uh, Dhoni's rise in the world of cricket and probably the Indian sporting scenario has something that has instilled. In every single small town boy or a girl today, and it's not just sport. I think in every aspect of the, any career that they are taking, which is probably not the regular ones that happens out of the Indian small towns, which is engineering, medical, or law. It's about anything else that they are doing. Everywhere they are just now ready to take some risk because of the fact that some of the things have changed since the time M S Dhoni burst onto the scene. I first saw him playing for India. Uh, it was probably a match against Pakistan where he was. <laughs> Hitting sixes left, right, and center, and I saw there is a guy who has long hair, straightened, colored, and it was it was amazing to look at someone from the Indian team because all others earlier than Dhoni used to be very traditional and very um, you look at Dravid, you look at Kumble, all of them who were there before uh, before him, or for the matter of fact, Saurav Ganguly, Sachin Tendulkar, they all had a very different kind of an image, and when Dhoni came to the team, he he. Basically, changed the whole perception of the Indian team. And looking at someone walking in at third, uh, walking in at number three, has also played number three for uh, for quite a few matches, bringing in a complete different approach to the game itself was very, very new to the whole country. Its uh, country, and more so, what was very amazing about Dhoni is that during his whole career that we saw, and we were hearing a number of reports and discussions as well. that how he used to tackle different situations it was as if he is actually in his pay, playground and speaking to his friends even the umpires and everyone appreciated him even um, our pm pm narendra modi wrote a letter that with dhoni going away from cricket it is going to be an end of an era of course it is it is an end of an era and you know what uh, as far as his sporting and cricketing acumen is concerned I mean, let's be honest. I mean, batting debatable, uh, captaincy non-debatable, the best that probably India could have seen. 
wicket keeping i think non debatable to an extent probably the best the world could have seen and that's a completely different area as far as the uh, the red ball game was concerned i think rupta dhoni has always been very vocal about the fact that he was not really very test savvy as a person or he did not enjoy the the white dress as much as probably the older his his peers would have enjoyed yes, of course abhay uh first of all uh, talking about the statistics talking about his uh talking about his batting his captaincy and wicket keeping skills which you spoke about uh, obviously his statistics are uh, world class like over 10000 odi runs and an average of 50 plus is amazing for anybody but ms is not about those statistics he's beyond that obviously uh, if we look at the way indian wicket keeper batsmen before ms were you know how he redefined the bats- wicket keeper batsman's role in india absolutely right adipta i completely agree and you know what this discussion about ms is something that probably can never end i mean what's more interesting is that even the non statistical part of a player's career is something that we can probably go on and go on and go on and uh, unfortunately time is limited and uh, we can't really keep on going on this but yes uh, probably one of the better days when we again get to see a newer side of ms during the ipl and let's see how it goes from there but at the end of the day i'm sure all of three of us will agree that all we have to say on ms is thank you mahi for whatever you've given to us the inspiration and the sport and the you know the interesting or more interesting and engaging games that he has given us so yeah thank you so much adipta for your time uh it was lovely speaking and hopefully we'll have to we'll get more time to discuss more about ms in the future episodes from now thank you aboy thank you siddarth thank you for having me here. so that is all from episode 4 of season 2 of sports this week before we take your leave keep your eyes glued on some of the most exciting action that is going to happen on your television sets this weekend first is the champions league final between psg and bayern munich that is going to be held on monday early morning at 12:30 a.m. IST. MotoGP Grand Prix of Styria is going to cover your weekend very well. That is on Saturday and Sunday, which will be live on Eurosport, Eurosport HD, and can also be streamed live on Discovery Plus application. And also for the cricket lovers, there is Test cricket that is happening between England and Pakistan, which can be viewed live on the Sony Sports Network from 3:30 p.m. IST. With this, we take your leave. Good night and have a great sporting weekend. <laughs>